Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Manic Monday edition of The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. No, my name is Mike Paworski. I am coming to you from the East Coast today. That's the coast with the most. I will be co-hosting today's program here on The Rundown, where we do 2A News and Conservative Views. Craig, how was your weekend? You know, actually, I had a phenomenal weekend. I had a, uh, a film shoot on Saturday in the Bay Area. It was in San Francisco. And it's the first time I've been to San Francisco uh, since COVID. And, you know, from the last time I was there, I did not believe that it could be a, a bigger S-hole <laughs> than it was before. And uh, I was wrong. It's, it's, it's really bad down there, man. It is horrible. Uh, luckily, we were at the Cow Palace, which is, you know, not... Not totally in the city, just on the outside, more closer to a little bit closer on the border to San Francisco and Daly City. But, dude, San Francisco is just horrible. How much poo did you get on your shoes? I, I did not get any poo on my shoes as I, I used the interactive map in order to direct me on, uh, you know, where not to go. You know, poo although free. I, I, I will map. say this, you know, I, if you needed to poo, you knew where it was, where you could actually go and poo, which is pretty much anywhere in San Francisco. So, so the Waze maps in, uh, in in California, so or San Francisco, they got uh, toll free. You could select uh, construction free, and then poo free. Poo free. You exactly. selected the poo free, the poo free <laughs> selection. <laughs> exactly. So then, also though, now yesterday was a lot of fun because I got a t I got a chance to spend some time uh, with the gentleman who is he's now retired, but he was the former uh, uh, gunsmith for the California Highway Patrol. Right. Um, at the high, in particular at the at the academy, really fascinating dude. Had a lot of history about firearms. Went through his several gun safes. Talked about history of some of the firearms, where they came from, the collectibles, and he had a ton of stories for for governors going all the way back from Pat Brown all the way through to Newsom. Uh, it was a good evening. It was a good time. I had a really good time right. hanging out with him. Very cool. Very fun. Uh, it's uh, always good when you get to see that. Uh... The, the the historic private collections. That's always that's always a good thing. He probably well, had every version of every Smith and Wesson issued for fifty years. I bet. Well, and you know it's kind of funny because yes, the guns were neat, but the stories were what really made it. Especially yeah. talking about having to deal with legislators and and electeds uh, and their staff and their desire to push gun control and his understanding of the fact that yeah, this is just some dumb stuff. <laughs> They're just idiots. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's uh, that's typical, right? I've dealt with those guys here on the East Coast before. Uh, and uh, yeah, they just they come out of the, the Capitol shaking their head. Like, yeah. why, why do they even ask me here? What, 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 you know, what, what am I here for? Yeah. Right. But exactly. Exactly. So now how was your weekend? Oh, listen, the boss's uh, the boss's work party. You know, first off, we did uh, we did some uh, uh, I did the, the weekly bullet on Saturday. Right. With Second Amendment Foundation, then did some arms room radio on Saturday uh, afternoon. And then from there, we did the uh, the boss's party um, for the uh, for the firm, law firm that I uh, work with. And uh, I think that ended about an hour ago. Um, <laughs> that's a, it was a very, very long weekend and i uh, just like i told you right before we got on the on the air here uh you know, everything hurts it's like <laughs> like, a, like i was in a car accident and i don't even uh, i 
I didn't. I was not. I was not. It's just. Uh, and it's soreness. Now, listen. It's nothing to do with. Uh, I'll be clear on this. It's nothing to do with alcohol. You know, I've got right. none. There's no hangovers. There's no nothing like that. It's just lots of body aches and pains. Like a like I should have stretched before going to the party. Kind of. There thing. you go. You know, it's just dancing too hard. Dancing too hard. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know how I am with the music. You know. That's it. Yep. In fact, I do remember. Uh, uh, sitting there with a group of uh, uh, people, professionals, and uh, one of the entertainers that we had there was uh, Pitbull, and the other was uh, Shaggy. Uh, they're 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 friends of uh, my bosses, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Shaggy get up there and uh, started singing some of his songs, and you know he'd do the microphone, you know, like to him to the crowd, to him to the crowd, you know, like that. And uh, so every time we go to the crowd, I was singing all the lyrics, and <laughs> people are looking at people are looking at me like. What are you doing? How you how you know these lyrics? And I'm like, what, why? Why are you writing a book? There's there's no reason. Don't worry, don't worry about the exactly, answers to those exactly. questions. You know, I can tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Good times. Good times. Thanks to the thanks to the boss and the firm for putting on that party every year. Like two thousand people there. And, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big party. Yeah, that is a very big party, actually. <laughs> Well, hey, let's let's go ahead and let's get into today's news, Uh, because I think there's a reason to party, uh, speaking of parties, and that has to do with, well, Build Back Better. So for those of you who have not been paying attention, uh, Build Back Better, well, it's, uh, how shall we say, dead. (laughs) Joe Manchin uh, has finally come out and said that there's absolutely positively no way that he can support uh, their Build Back Better program. Basically, it's not about building anything back. It's not about building anything better. It's all about massive social spending. And what's, you know, Mike, what's odd about this is is that in this article, and this is an article that's actually written there at Bloomberg, you know, they're talking about how surprised and shocked that they are, that, uh, that Democrats, how he shocked Democrats and surprised them uh, with with this position. But But Mike, we already know that he's already said that he wasn't going to support it if, if, you know, if the numbers came back from the CBO and it didn't, in fact, pay for itself. Now, the CBO came back and they're talking about in this article where the two billion dollar or two trillion dollar spending bill. But they already came back and said, no, it's not two trillion. Number one, it's not paid for. Number two, it's not two trillion. It's actually four trillion dollars. I'm like, why are they so shocked? Yeah, and, and this is not like this is news either. You know, the cost of this. You and I've been talking about this for four or five months since you started trying to push this through. Uh, you know, we compared it to the whole, you know, the Trump building the the border fence, right? Uh, you know, his, his issue was uh, he was going to make Mexico pay for it. Well, we all know Mexico didn't write the check for the border fence, but based on the president's trade agreements, uh, you know, we had a we had a balance left over after the after the renegotiation. So that gave the United States the money. Where this was the exact opposite. Uh, you know, he said it was going to cost only two trillion dollars. And instead of that, you know, savings being somewhere else, you know, coming through because we were going to save the money, it ends up costing double four million four excuse me, trillion dollars four trillion dollars is what it ends up costing. So it's just another uh, another example of Democrat lies of the left lying to you, telling you that they're going to you know, give you and deliver to you. Uh, and all they're really going to do is take away from you. <laughs> yeah, we know that. We know that definitely to be the case. But, but once again, you go back to this whole thing, and it's like 
you know, there's this attitude, it seems like people act like, well, Democrats act like, well, you know, he should do exactly what the president wants. Like there's an obligation for him to ignore what his constituents want, to ignore, ignore yeah. what he believes is best for his constituents in the nation and just give the president whatever it is that he asks for. More senators, more senators, more congresspeople should be like Joe Manchin. They should vote what their constituents want. I've said that for, uh, you know, for time and time again. I, I've always thought that uh, I would I would elect my local congressman over and over and my, and my local representatives over and over again if they set up some sort of online survey poll. Hey, we've got this vote coming up next week. People of central blah, blah, blah state, how do you feel? And he got the constituents feel. Because he may have been have been elected by one party up there, but he represents all of his constituents, not just one party. So I think that everybody should take what their state, what their district wants them to do. And that's what Joe Manchin regularly well, I, does. I, okay, I, I agree with you to a degree, only be, only, and only disagree in that there's a lot of information that they get and they have access to that we as individual voters don't have access to. What I right. would want to do I, is understand, understand a little bit, to some degree of depth, what the priorities of my constituents are, and then make sure that what, what I'm voting or how I'm voting is in line with those priorities. In other words, exactly I want I'm an elected saying. official who, if I had the same information that they had, they would vote the way I would vote. Right. And that's, I'm not saying let's give me, give me, give the constituents line for line, vote for right. vote, you know, or because there's just no way to get that accomplished. But right. just like, you know, if you, listen, tell me what your priorities are, what you want done. Right. And I have the votes coming up next month on these topics. What's right. your priorities to get done? Well, exactly, exactly. And you know, Mike, and that kind of leads us into our next story because there literally is this, there literally are people out there on the left. Uh, whether it's Bernie Sanders or it's Charlemagne the God, whoever this this dude is, uh, who believes, who's questioning, well, who's the real president? They're literally asking this question because he decided, because uh, Joe Manchin decided that he was not going to support uh, the president's Build Back Better program or his big social spending program, uh, they decided to raise this question. Why, you know, who is this guy? Is he, why does he think he's president? And so you have, uh, you have these folks who think that, uh, you know, once again, he's supposed to just kowtow. In fact, here's Charlemagne. Here's the interview, a brief segment of the interview that he did uh, with Kamala Harris, the vice president, asking her uh, who, the pre who the actual president is. And I'll just give you the big snip, the, the initial snippet. Who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. Do, it's Joe Biden. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Joe, and it's Joe and it's Joe Biden. And I'm Vice President. And my name is Kamala Harris. Now, Mike, no, notice the tactic. Okay, first of all, uh, she felt a she felt a need to to compare it. So don't act like Republicans because, and that was a, that was a okay. Uh, I'm not you are not to be taken seriously if you act like Republicans. If you actually ask who's actually the president, and what's funny is is what she doesn't get is when Republicans are asking because we know that senile old Joe is not running things, right? He can't remember. Uh, if his butt's been wiped, 
So we know he can't determine whether or not what's going on with the number of these policies. Uh, But then the fact that she felt the need to tell us who she was and what her role is. Look, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you feel a need to tell someone who you are and what your position is, then you're probably not that important. No, we know she's not that important. We get all those internal reports. We see everything that she's uh, she's been pushed to the side, uh, you know, and that uh, and that she's not even handling it well. You know, we we could see that every once in a while they let her go on a show. And Craig, here's a classic example, and and it's exactly how this administration is treating her. Uh, you know, she she delivers some women votes and some black votes to them. So where do they do? They stick her on a vote with Charlemagne the God. You know, during you know, and, and I think it even it's on. Uh, uh, you know, BET is they, I think that's where it airs, you know, you know, they, they, they've told her her place. Uh, and, and that's where it, that's where it is. They should be, listen, all, all, all African-Americans should be insulted with the way this administration treats Kamala Harris. But if you know who Kamala Harris is, you're like, okay, well maybe it's okay just to leave her there anyway. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 she's nobody. And then listen, she's the worst liar in the world too, by the way, you know, you could see her stages of lie, deny, make counter accusations, uh, intent seconds in this interview you know she goes from the the laugh i don't understand what's going on to the to the producer in her ear telling her no you've just been insulted woman um so then she starts to uh say it's not so and then she starts to come back with all the programs they're doing so it's she gives the classic lie deny make counter accusations yeah the vi- vice cackler is that, what, is that what they call her yeah, vice exactly. cackler yep 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 <laughs> I, I you know man i I'll tell how you, would you feel craig if you were uh, if you were put on somebody's ticket and the only thing they let you do was talk to the African-American parts of the community. Well, but we all know that's the only reason that they put her on the ticket. And it they is. picked her it over Stacey be, Abrams wouldn't that, wouldn't that be because, she's, because she's clearly uh, not a real serious threat politically. No, no. But w- wouldn't that be insulting to you if they did that to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. And it, by the way, just to be clear, it's not like the Republican Party hasn't done that. Oh no, they've absolutely done it. Listen, uh, <laughs> well, they've uh, they've had they've had their fair share of it. But I, I listen, and that's that's typically why when you when you get a a president and a vice president, you go with polar opposites. You go with right. Northeast versus you know Southern. You go with you know Catholic versus Protestant. You know mm-hmm. that's why you put two different in there. But when when you when Mike Pence was. Uh, uh, the vice president, they let, didn't let him only talk to the Bible Belt. You know, right. they had him talking everywhere. Right. This they've taken Kamala and said, "You get to talk to black people. That's what you get to do." That's right. that's what well, we want that's to because play. they'll they'll let her slide on stuff, right? At least I'll, I'll at least give give Charlemagne the. Oh, you mean the, you mean like the OJ thing? Yeah, they're gonna give her that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm going with that one. But was he guilty? Hell no. Would you let your daughter date him? Hell no. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> was he guilty? No. But did he kill her? Oh, yeah, he did that. He did that. But I'm glad he got off. I'm glad he got off. I'm not saying I am. I'm just, let me, let's be clear. Those of you who are going to go back and pull a segment and say Craig Deleuze was happy that OJ right. got off. I'm not saying that. This is a joke. Ha-ha. Well, then we'll go to the Michael, the Michael Jackson defense. Oh my God, he's the greatest guy ever. Did he molest them kids? No. Would you let your kids go to Neverland? Fuck no. No. Oh, no. No, no. 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 I mean, unless I need the money, you know? I mean, it's. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Moving middle, on to the, the next story. Child. Moving on send to the, the next story. Nobody likes the middle child. Yeah. Yes. This one involves a good friend of ours. We all know her. 
Uh, the city of she is the mayor of the city of Chi Town, uh, Chicago, uh, which by the way is now hitting over or almost. Well, let me clarify. It is now currently over 800 homicides year to date. Uh, and I won't say her. I will not say her name. But it's over 800 murders, uh, and I think 780 of them are, are are involving or firearm related. Now, Mike, you you had a breakdown of some of the stats that you wanted to go over relating to this, uh, relating to Shy Town. So why don't you go ahead and drop some numbers on us? I shall. Give me just a moment here. Let me get my split screen back up here. It's a, a... It went to non-split screen. That way I could see you, Craig, and uh, my split at the same time. So let's do this. Let's take this one up here. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Um, yep, just like you said, Craig, currently year-to-date is 780 shot and killed. Uh, that's uh, But it's a total of 829 homicides. Uh, and that may be more than 800 shot and killed. They've got a small percentage where uh, the cause of death was not listed. They just listed as homicide. So, you know, some of those were, uh, were arson. Some were, were, were stabbings. And then there's a there's an unknown category on there, like I said as well. So here's some of the interesting facts when you get down into this um, that, that that should be really really uh, be be angering people. Um, just for, uh, for 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 comparison purposes, the legitimate numbers of self defense deaths uh, this year were four. So four people were able to claim self defense uh, in, in in the in the killings there in Chicago. So um, that's that's what's going on. Most of these are are aggravated uh, felonies being committed against people that have not had the opportunity to defend themselves. Um, this just this should sicken you around the country. Uh, Eighty, oh, just just under eighty two percent of the people murdered in Chicago were black. Fourteen percent were Hispanic. Three percent white. One percent Asian. Okay, so do you get why? This doesn't make the mainstream media every day. Do you get why these numbers don't matter? Because the same reason they stick Kamala Harris with Charlemagne is because that's a black problem. It's not. It's not. The, it's not the rest of the country's problem, according to the news media. They don't care. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't sell papers or get clicks for them. Uh, some of these other incidents. Average age uh, of those uh, murders thirty one. Uh, it's. Uh, this was really interesting. They give you the multiple victim shooting stats. Uh, by far, uh, the hat trick with three shot uh, was, uh, I'm sorry, no, two shot was the number one, uh, 440 incidents of those. The hat trick, uh, 88, uh, but it, it goes all the way down, Craig, into instances of six, seven, eight uh, being shot. And there was, there was four times that eight people were shot. And then one time each that 10, 11, and 15 people were shot. So okay, how is this? How okay? Fifteen people are shot in Chicago. How it, how is this not major news? Those are go, what, because don't we call those? Mass I'll tell you shootings? why. I'll tell you why because ninety seven percent of the victims are minorities. That's why well, only three percent are white. Well, now, but but let's also be clear, Mike, because we we also know what the statistics are. Yes, uh, overwhelming majority of the victims are what are 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 non white. But we also know that an overwhelming percentage of the shooters are non-white. These well, are not that's cops. exactly right. Yeah, these are yeah. not white vigilantes. These are not MAGA hat yeah. wearing, uh, Jesse Smoly, just juicy Smoulier attacking uh, uh, Republicans. 
Uh, these are young black men, largely, uh, shooting at other young black men. Let's uh, some other interesting stats they put on here. Just to we'll close this segment out. Uh, Thirty-seven people uh, shot themselves on accident, uh, accidental shootings. Um, Fifty people got shot in the uh, the personal regions, the uh, the, the family jewels, and uh, one hundred and ninety-six people got shot in the ass. Yeah, so. you do realize. So some of that is like okay, where you decide to carry and your level of trigger discipline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly, yeah, clearly, so these folks know, listen, need to was, learn some trigger discipline. There were there were there were just over forty four hundred people shot in Chicago since the beginning of the year. I'm thinking, listen, it's forty four twenty nine, but but before the next uh, you know uh, ten days run out, it'll be over forty five hundred. Dude, think about that though, man. That's over, over ten a day. Eight hundred shot. In that time. is over yeah. ten people a day being shot. Oh, I could give you exactly per minute. You know how many people are, are being shot. <laughs> um, that's uh, one person is shot every one minute and fifty four seconds. Or should be every one hour and fifty four minutes, a person is shot, and every ten hours and thirteen minutes, a person is murdered. This is a great website. If you guys don't have this one, you should go to it. What is the website? It's called Hey. HeyJackass.com. HeyJackass.com. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up here. It even breaks down where people were shot in the body. Uh, you know, uh, the head, arms, torso, lower body. All right. All right. Let's 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 pull it up so people can take a look at it real quick. Okay. All right. There it is. HeyJackass.com. Wow. Interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah okay so folks yeah it's, you got to check out this website it is it is exceptionally cool so yeah, it's called heyjackass.com and this is all chicago this is all chicago it'd be interesting if they did this for other major cities but this is all chicago wow see only mike would find could find stuff like this this is good stuff this is good stuff thank you mike Thank you for sharing. Anytime, anytime. We aim to please here at the uh, rundown. <laughs> okay, wait. Well, uh, let's well, let's move on to our let's go ahead and move on to our next story here. Uh, okay, next we have uh, state closes bar over COVID restrictions. Now, okay, this is in the state of Washington, and in the state of Washington, you have a particular rest. It was more. It was a restaurant. Uh, it's called Mackinac's. It's in, uh, I don't even, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name of that place. But it, basically what they decided to do was they didn't shut down during COVID. Uh, they they said, look, we're not shutting down. We're going to keep our folks safe. And if people decide they want to come and they want to eat, yada, 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 they'll come. Well, the state decided to come in and shut them down. They took, well, not shut them down because they couldn't shut down the restaurant, but they did wind up taking away, not just taking away their liquor license, but they wound up seizing all of their alcohol. So they showed up, uh, took all of the crates of alcohol, made a big public spectacle of it while they were open for business and basically shut down their bar because of COVID. Yeah, listen, th th now let's be clear now that the owner there, you saw her, uh, the owner there at Mackinac's, She's been telling uh, the state and the the the, the board uh, and whoever else has been involved in this that uh, she will 
she will she is not going to close down over mask mandates you know she's right. going to continue to allow people to, to come in uh, she's going to continue to allow people to eat uh listen it's not a it's not a trashy place they're not in there not doing any cleaning or not doing any preventative uh you know assistance but uh, they are not going to shut down their business over this they're not going to let some some governor some uh, some socialist governor's mandate destroy her business well uh you know, for the most part, they haven't been able to do anything. I guess there's been four incidents where they've actually reported it, uh, and and they've gone back and forth trying to figure out do they have any authority to do anything to her, you know? Um, and they finally realized, oh, well, you know what we can do uh, is we may not be able to take away her license to operate, but we can pull her liquor license. Let's do that. Let's do that. So so they pulled her liquor license. Well, this, this is like uh, going on Applebee's, and there's no uh, there's no tall boys available, right? So how how is this going to you know, affect her business probably greatly until they figure it out. And I've got a, I've got a good feeling that, you know, listen, if she's willing to flout some of these mandates and laws and they start doing this nonsense, she just may let start people bringing their own alcohol in. Because, you know, guess what? I may not be making a profit off it, but you still get to come in here and you get to eat and, you know, and and, and she'll she'll find a way. She'll find a way. And one of her, one of her big arguments, Craig, is um, that you could still go to a Mariners game uh, or you could still go to a football game uh, and you could buy alcohol there, and you could buy food there, and there's no restrictions there. There's no mass restrictions. Right. There's no there's no social distancing. Uh, so you can continue to go to uh, those outdoor sporting events, uh, and they and they'll do it. Now, for the most part, it seems like Kings County's been left alone, which I found odd. You know, that's mm-hmm. normally a nice uh, Democrat base, but I guess because it's so dependent on those businesses to get the tax money from them and keep those cities alive that they've decided to ignore those. And that's one of the examples she uses. Listen, you got all these places that are doing it and you don't even step foot in that town. Nope. But here you come out here to Chalele or whatever the name of the town is and right. you force it well, out here. Because in the end, and this is in the end, in, when we start talking about, you know, when we start talking about businesses that have suffered and the economic downturn relating to COVID, it's not because of COVID. It's because of government policies that have been put in place that have forced businesses to first, they had them spending money in order to make their places COVID safe. And then they went and they spent that money. Then they changed the rules and then they made people eat outside. So they spent money to make so people could eat outside. Right. And then they still shut them down. In other words, it's the policies, it's the political policies that, by the way, haven't worked because it didn't slow the tide. It didn't keep people from getting COVID in places that had massive shutdowns. Uh, the economy, the, the COVID has spread just as quickly and just as fast as it did in places that didn't shut down at all. But it's all but but the 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 problems that people have been facing when it economically when it comes to COVID is all created 100% by government policy, by the very policies that these folks are using to shut these folks down. And she's just saying, no, look, if I'm going to go out of business, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be in finan- in a financial problem, it's not going to be because the government shut me down, period. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to keep my business going and to take care of my, my, my customers. And she has every right to do that. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I'm trying to find. I had a photo. I, I must have gotten rid of it. Um, when I was in uh, in New York, there was a a sign in, in many of the restaurants' windows there that said, "We're we're shut down because we're doing our part not to spread COVID." Um, and, and and defined, Craig, what that means is it got a little bit difficult. The governor and the, and the, and the uh, mayor offered us money not to go to work, so that's what we're doing. 
We're staying right. home and collecting our money. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Screw the employee, by the way. Screw the. Don't worry about the employees. Uh, this well, is, we'll this just is give the, them. We'll uh, just the give them money. We'll make them dependent money. on the government. Yep. Right. Yep. We'll build exactly. back better. That's what we'll do. That's right. Oh, I got to get my Build Back Better hat in here. That's what I got to do. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because now that Build Back Better is done, I'm imagining that there'll probably be plenty of Build Back Better hats available for sale online now <laughs> for discounts. Although, discounts. truth be told, yeah. um, I never saw many Build Back Better hats. <laughs> <laughs> Not one. Not one. And if it was, listen, if they were, if there were, I guess they would be just like this. They'd be blue background and white print, you know, the opposite of the MAGA hats, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this is, this once again, being our parting shot for today. But yeah, Mike, I just, the thing was, and, you know, I got to at least give Mitch McConnell some credit here. Uh, it all, what it all came down to with Build Back Better was this, was he said, look, even though a lot of conservatives have issue with the infrastructure plan, with the infrastructure bill, and it really didn't have uh, as much infrastructure in it as Democrats tried to say it did, um, it's still rated high with voters. And they realized that if they could get that passed, then uh, they would be able to kill the social spending bill. They knew that they could get uh, Manchin or C and or Siena to not, to not support it. And uh, Joe Manchin, I think, recognizing uh, the polarization of politics and whatnot and everything that's going on, realized what's going on in his state, realized what his voters represented and what they believed in, and they were not going to support this, this bill that literally, by the Democrats' own words, were, was going to fundamentally transform the relationship between governor, I mean, not between government and, and, uh, and the people. And was literally going, it was a clearly a redistribution of wealth and an attempt to control many, many other aspects of our lives. It was, it was more of a socialist program, new socialist program than it was anything else. And he's like, yeah, no. Yeah, with several million dollars going to foreign governments, by the way, to help fund their programs. Exactly. Uh, you know, and it wasn't just their, their, their civil problems, their civil engineering problems. It was their social problems as well, so. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, well, hey, Mikey, um, you're starting to freeze up here a little bit. So let's go ahead and let's uh, let's get ready to go ahead and close out the program. I think it may be your internet connection, uh, but let's give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Uh, our sponsors of the program are Grid Defense, uh, uh, Gorilla Machining. Uh, they provide us with free products that we give away to you guys on Freedback Friday. Uh, and the California Republican Assembly. For those of you who are members of the California Republican Assembly, uh, it is renewal time. For those of you who are uh, not members, uh, you need to consider becoming a member. If you're in the state of California, uh, just follow the link in the description of this video. If you're not in California, this is actually a, a chapter of a national organization known as the National Federation of Republican Assemblies. Check them out. They're fighting for conservative values all across the country. Uh, Ronald Reagan once said that the, we are that the California Republican Assembly is the conscience of the Republican Party. So check them out. Uh, link is in the description to this video. You got any? Now that you're back, you got any parting words for our folks today, Mikey? You got any parting words for our folks? Nope. Can't hear a word he's. Can't hear a word he's saying. 
All right, folks. Well, hey, that's going to be it for Manic Monday. Tomorrow will be Taco Tuesday. We will have a great time. Uh, look forward to hanging out with you folks tomorrow. Uh, enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace out. We'll see you tomorrow.